Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, everybody. It's Russ from My Hammers 11. I hope you're all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting that bell notification so you're made aware of any time we put new content on. We've got interviews coming out daily, but sometimes you lucky buggers two, three times a day. And every interview, every story, every memory is is priceless and it comes from someone's personal recollection so please make sure you, you hit that notification so don't miss any stories we've got some cracking guests from both sides of the pond including today we've got lee from american hammers network lee how you doing man i'm okay russ how are you not bad for those for the viewers Good. it's taken me and me and lee about I don't know, a month to sort out a date so <laughs> yes lee, lee always has his family over for the swimming pool uh and then i have my daughter he just has a meltdown every five minutes so but we, we found time we found time it, it's a perfect day to do it russ because it's cold and rainy here today so no pool open. Yeah. and the boys are watching a movie or something i don't know what they're doing down there uh so yeah it's a, it's a good day to do it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, so I know everyone asked that the same question, Lee. But how is uh, how's things over there? How, how's lockdown or whatever you whatever you called it over there um, for you? How, how are you coping? Um, you know, we've been okay. I live near Boston, and uh, we got really hard hit in this area by the virus back in yeah. April and May. And uh, but I think it's more under control now in this part of the country. So uh, we're opening up a little bit, kind of slowly and gradually. Um, my mom lives with us. She's seventy five, so we're being very careful about yeah. you know what we do uh, i have asthma and so does my older son and so does my wife so we really don't want to you know we really don't want to get this yeah. our, our neighbor across the street was very very severely ill with it and she did survive but it was a real wake-up call yeah. for us so uh but you know we're okay i mean as you said we have a pool at the house which is nice we can use it this time of year uh you get about six months of use out of it in new england you know yeah. um and we've been able to go to the beach a couple of times on weekdays and stay away from people um and you know we've had some some uh, cousins over for the boys to play with and we've kept it all outdoors so you know it's really not too bad it's really not too bad everything would be great russ if it weren't for west ham yeah well yeah yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. well i mean it's one of these things isn't it you know everyone was crying out for football to come back and now football's back i was like oh could we just uh, like stuff I, I wasn't i you know it's funny i wasn't really crying out we we talked about this a little bit before we started but yeah um i really didn't 
want football to come back until the fans can come back. And I know that could be a very long time. You know, but it doesn't have to be 60,000. It could be 6,000 spread around the ground, yeah. you know? I just feel as though without fans, it's a it's like a glorified training session. And it's just uh, – it's it's a little depressing to watch, actually. Uh, and our performances are really depressing to watch, so. Yeah, <laughs> it just yeah. kind of adds to it's that. Just adds, it adds, <laughs> like an extra layer, isn't it? And so, and right, that's the, exactly. And that's, and that's, yeah, you're right, actually. And, and there's been a lot of um, – a lot of talk like from sort of the English based fa- football fans of you know obviously the broadcasters some of them have put on you know FIFA 20 crowd noises some haven't and you yeah. can like you can sort of toggle between two channels and uh, I, the crowd noise make does make a difference to me I know it's quite funny it's it might be half a second out um, but yeah it's nothing I mean I sit there and it's just so quiet like that Wolves game, it's just eerie, really eerie. I mean, it, it reminds me of, you know, um, my friend Tim, who does the network with me. Well, he, he really is in charge of it. Tim started the American Numbers Network. Yeah. So uh, Tim used to run a, a small club in Lowell, Mass, right down the street from where I live. Uh, and I helped him run it. It was a on the third, it was in the fourth, how many tiers are there? I think the fourth tier of the American system. We don't have promotion relegation, so you just, you stay there forever, you yeah. know. Um, and you know our games, uh, a good a good number of, of, of fans in our games would be like, you know, a hundred. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of them would just be sort of friends and family, and it's it's like watching one of our, you know, I, I didn't I should mention I didn't play. I wasn't a player, <laughs> but I helped with the marketing. But it was it was like watching one of the Great Little United games from a few years ago, and it was you know basically friends and family, and so you could hear like individuals applauding, and you hear the players yelling at each other and stuff like that. It's just weird to see that on a global stage, you know. Yeah. It's it's not. It's kind of makes me. Uh, it makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> it does, it, I know what you mean. It's weird. I, I've never been to a football game where I've had to have my temperature checked, and then had to fill out a health <laughs> a health, a health questionnaire as well. It's very weird. Right. Very weird. But uh, but it's it's really funny because like out of this, I've had, you know. I mean, we've only had the channel up for I don't know, six weeks. So I'm like, you know, I'm getting mm. fan mail. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting face mask fan mail. So I've got like, <laughs> it's it's a new accessory for me now. So I've got like four or five different face masks. I'm gonna try them on each game, you know, just to just to keep everyone happy. But um, yeah, it's weird. It is weird. Um, but yeah. you know, some people, you know, I was talking to someone the other day, and they said. West, going to West Ham, particularly in the last few years, has been a bit like a chore, but it's a chore right. they want to do again. And uh, yeah. and you're right. I mean, I, I think that's the, naturally the way it's going to happen. We'll get this season completely with fans out, and then you'll get a, a trickle. Yeah, as you said, might be a few. Yeah, you can start to fold them back. Out. I mean, you know, you're in a. In a I mean, it's going to depend on the ground, right? Because yeah. in London Stadium, you could get probably 10 or 15,000 people in there and they wouldn't have to yeah, be very easily. close to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if you're talking about Bournemouth, you know, that's yeah. a different thing altogether. So I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, and of course, safety is the most important thing. It is. Um, but it is. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But we can carry on. We can, but the whole idea of this channel is to reminisce. You know, your of channel, course. And, you know, it's all about what's happening now and how, you know, for me, it's all about reminiscing a bygone era. So oh, I like you, that better. I like that better anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. So for you, Lee, why West Ham? Because clearly I'm not I'm not detecting a Cockney accent. Um, <laughs> why West Ham? I you know, it's a good question. I'm not I'm not entirely sure. Um I I, I think it I, you know, I've always said I didn't choose West Ham, West Ham chose me. Yeah. Um I kind of tried to run away from it for a long time. 
Uh, I started watching football when I was little. Uh, I'm talking about soccer, you know. Yeah. When I was little, um, we had the North American Soccer League in uh, in the U.S. I grew up in Dallas, and uh, we had a team in Dallas. And then I watched the 1982 World Cup on Spanish language TV, and I'd never seen the World Cup. I didn't know what it was. No, no, my friends knew what it was. We'd never heard of it. And my mom speaks Spanish, so she translated, you know, what was going on, and she bought me a program. So I knew what the World Cup was from that point forward, and I sort of, you know, I got into it. So I've, I've been a fan on and off since I was a little kid, small kid. I was eight years old that year. So hmm. um, when the, the Premier League uh, started to uh, – there's a highlight show that started on Fox Sports in the U.S. in the late 90s. It was really pretty well done, actually. In fact, one of the guys who hosted it was a guy named Max Bratos, who still does – still broadcast football here in the u.s and he's a big west ham fan so he's another american west ham fan we've been trying to get him on our network actually um but yeah the premier league show was really good i used to watch it i didn't really have a preference for a club i love paolo de canio back then uh i used to like watching the highlights of him um i moved to france in um in 2001 and uh, i thought because i moved to france i should support arsenal because they had a lot of french players yeah but then I met some of their fans. <laughs> it just wasn't for me. It no. just wasn't for me. I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't get along. I didn't relate to them at all. You know, I didn't relate to them at all. And the more I met fans of different clubs while I lived there and in other scenarios, the more I became a fan of West Ham, the more I got drawn to the sense of humor of the West Ham fans mm -hmm. and kind of this the, the fatal sense of you know like fortune's always hiding yeah. and uh and and i think too you know uh the fact that they i don't know seem the most sort of welcoming to other people you know yeah, yeah, because yeah. there aren't a lot of west ham glory hunters you know what i mean <laughs> so we're not in if, it for the football eh? we're not in right it for exactly the no no it's true that's what i've always said i said it yesterday on twitter i mean i'm really not in it for the football i'm in it not even for the club i'm in it for the for the family yeah. you know and for the people we've met during the network, people I've met in person over the years, um, I have in my own life, I've always felt more like a, you know, like a fortune's always hiding person than somebody who succeeds a lot. <laughs> so I think the fact that West Ham have never won the league, have had a, you know, a, a, a spotty history. I think that all really appeals to me as opposed to saying like, oh, I'm going to go support some club that has you know, uh, 20 trophies and, and, you know, has won the league multiple times or whatever. Yeah. And then getting to know West Ham people just cemented that big time, yeah, big time, yeah. you know, best fans in the world, greatest people in the world. And I have abandoned a lot of my other interests and hobbies just to focus on, you know, sort of supporting West Ham and doing the, the network and just, you know, being on Twitter and just goofing around with West Ham people because they're the people I like the best. So yeah, it's yeah. down to the fans, uh, Russ. It's definitely not down to the three – people on the board <laughs> it's not down to most of the players uh it's down to it's down to the fans you know people yeah. like you yeah you're totally right and it, as i said yeah many times it's not about it isn't about the football because yeah it's about it's secondary the football is you're right it's that sense of community and it's it's, it's that sort of you know um from our from a sort of a uk it's that east end spirit do you know what i mean it's like you know it's always yeah. up against it um and and it's just one of those things where you know and, and as you said this this channel was basically has been born out of the the family you know in that everyone's yeah. been gracious enough in their time and then everyone suggests other people to interview um and it's just snowballed and it just epitomizes this community i think that's why people love it because it's just it is it's just listening to different stories and you know there's people in certain fan groups and I, that's why i prefer not prefer that's why i enjoy interviewing the the the, the foreign base play at ham hammers rather in terms of the fans because 
the story is very different for most people it's, yeah. they lived in the east end and so right, they were course. born it but for you it's like yeah, yeah i just picked west ham or uh david Houtswig or uh i know german hole you know just crazy stories it just you know when i came back from france um I was broke and I was getting divorced and I was uh, living in a small apartment. And uh, I don't know, I, I lived with a guy, uh, we shared a house. He was a good friend I'd known for a long time. And he was, he's a huge, he's Bulgarian. He's a huge football fan. He was a referee yeah. at the time. So we watched football all the time, every day, just constantly watched it. And uh, so it was on my mind a lot. And, you know, to me, like broke, getting divorced, my whole dream of like living my whole life in Europe, it was had ended yeah. and the whole sort of just like my dreams they fade and die thing it yeah, just yeah, yeah. it just relate i you know i really felt it do you know what i mean and things are better for me now don't get me wrong you know <laughs> I'm, I'm remarried i have two kids everything's much better <laughs> you know so uh i've been able to sort of you know do what west ham never seemed to be able to do which is yeah, <laughs> kind of get over that yeah right carry on but um and i but again it's it was just the people it's always been the people yeah. uh you know my friend Ken up in New Hampshire who you know grew up going to to uh, the Bolin uh, when he was a kid and and uh, Tim who is American he lives in Bowl down the street from me um, who found me because I used to blog about West Ham um, yeah. you know all these all these and the people we've met through the network I mean just I don't know how many now you know fans former players uh, authors I mean you name it just all kinds of people it's Mentors, they're just the best yeah. in the world and, and that's what keeps me around yeah you know? now, I'll, I'll be I'll be West Ham when we're in the National League South taking on Chelmsford, yeah. you know, in the in the, in the Essex grudge, Derby. Yeah, that's a grudge match. <laughs> That'll kick off afterwards. I'll tell you, that'd be a good one. Daddy well, I live, in, I live in Chelmsford. Yeah, I live in Chelmsford, Massachusetts. So oh, okay. I do follow Chelmsford City a little bit. In fact, in fact, uh, Trevor, one of our one of our frequent viewers on the network, sent me a Chelmsford City shirt because that's where he's from. Oh, so uh, see, it's just nice stuff like that. And that's what yeah, I love. I mean, I, I watch a lot of obviously the Hammers Network. Um, content and, and the American Hammers. Next week, yeah, I appreciate content. that. Yeah, and 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 it's surprisingly how many UK guys you get on there. You know what I mean? It's oh. like it's it's incredible. You know, it's obviously I'd say half. I'd say half of our yeah. viewers are from the UK, maybe yeah. more. Yeah, which is great. It's really it's really you know for me that's really gratifying because it means we are we at least know a little bit what we're talking about. Yeah, you know, know what I mean? mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I mean to have that credibility of having you know, lifelong fans on the show to have lifelong fans watch the show and keep watching us. Yeah. That's a big deal. It shows we're not just a bunch of Yanks who don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. So, you know, we may, we may, we may not know what we're talking about all the time, but, but we try, you know what I mean? I, I, I see, I, I know all these American fans of premiership clubs and they, you know, they're, it's for them. It's, it's just part of being a sports fan. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? I mean, I, I, I met a guy at a business thing a couple of years ago who was a big Chelsea guy, you know, and he kept saying, go Chelsea. I said, you know, I don't really think they say that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, nobody else says, you know, in the U.S. you say, like, go, you know, Patriots. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't, they don't, they don't, they never says go Chelsea. It's not in the vernacular. You know, if I could tell you a quick story. Um, I had a friend who uh, moved to Boston from Minnesota and, uh, Really good guy, Liverpool supporter for many years. He's actually Korean American, grew up in South Korea. He's lived all over the world. Uh, anyway, he came from Minnesota to Boston. He'd been in Liverpool since he was a kid. And he wanted to watch the Champions League final here, you know, last season. Yeah. Um, well, so it, Boston has a big, big Liverpool supporters club because, you know, the owners of the Boston Red Sox mm. also own Liverpool. So there's yeah. a huge club, a huge fan base here. Um, so he wanted to go watch in the pub in Cambridge where they all go watch. Well, it turns out, if you want to be a part of the Boston Liverpool Supporters Club, you have to pay to get in. 
first of all. You have to pay dues to get in, into the club. Secondly, you can't pay to get in because the club is full. They told Nick, they told Nick, you you know, you have to pay to get in one and two, we're not going to let you in because we have enough members as it is. And here's the kicker. So he wants to go to Phoenix Landing in Cambridge and and watch the watch the match. He can't get in because club members get in in front of everybody else. You could go down there and camp out the night before and be the first one in line to get to the pub. They don't let you in because if you're a member, if you're a paying member of the club, you walk in for everybody else. So he had to go to some other pub somewhere. You know, he had to scrounge up some other. And I was like, that's. I wouldn't want to be part of that no. for all the trophies in Europe or anywhere else. You know yeah. what I mean? That's not family to me. That's not that. That's that's just a mercenary organization. Yeah. You know, and and he was pretty upset about it too. To be honest, too he's a right. good dude, and and yeah, I really like him. But yeah. Uh, but I was just like, dude, you should. I mean, it's give up the glory and you yeah. know, yeah, just Tell like have a lie. soul. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? Have have some have some character. You know. So yeah, it's it's. I am embarrassed by most American fans because even the ones who really know the game and a lot of them do because they played, mm. um, they, they don't know the culture. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I get that. Yeah. They, they don't get the culture. And that's what I love is actually the culture. Almost, yeah. you know, almost as much as the game itself. No, I know. I know what you mean. And I mean, obviously I, um, I spent a lot of time in the States and so I always like to mm. catch, catch some sport. And obviously I've been to a few MLS games and, um, and, yeah. and, and, and yeah, but actually, no, I, was, I, was right. I thought it was all right. Depends on where you go. Depends on where went, you go. Yeah. I went, cause I was, I was living in, um, I was living in Elizabeth. I was living sort of, yeah, near Newark airport basically. So I was like, Red okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was at the Red, so that, that was my thing. I got cat, and it was and I, and I found it really really fun actually and i found it like quite sort of uh similar to if i was going to see like a league one team in the uk that's sort yeah. of that sort of it was yeah. i actually loved it, it was would you go to red bull or did you go to new york yeah, city bull. fc red no, bull red Bulls, yeah, yeah i i don't i mean here in new england where we have the revolution and they're a they're an original mls club yeah yeah the problem is they're owned by the Kraft family. The Kraft family also owns the Patriots. So they've been very yeah. successful with the Patriots. They haven't really invested in the revolution and they, they play in a 60,000 seat stadium, a football stadium that's never, ever full, yeah. you know? So even if you get 18 or 20,000 people in there, that's really a pretty good crowd for an American yeah. match. It, they're just marbles in a wash tub. You know, yeah. there's no atmosphere. If you go to the West coast, if you go to like Seattle or Portland or Vancouver, uh, they get pretty good crowds and they have pretty good atmosphere. And then places like, like uh, Columbus, yeah. uh, I think Houston has its own stadium. Dallas, the with purpose-built stadiums where they've built grounds that hold fifteen yeah, to twenty thousand yeah, yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. That's, perfect. That's perfect. That's what you right. need. Yeah. You know, it, MLS. Look, the quality of it's poor. I don't really like it that much, but I do like having, you know, a professional, a serious professional league in this country, which we did not have for like no, no, years. no. Of course, of course. So, and, yeah, and and I mean, you know, the the West Ham contingent is is growing ever more so over there. We've obviously Jack at Jack oh, it's huge. At the, at it's the huge. under twenty. Yeah, and, and Winston Reid, obviously, technically, technically. I was really looking forward to going to see Winston Reid when he came here. He was supposed to be here uh, July or August, I yeah. think, with Sporting Kansas City to play the Revs. Of course, it's you know. Yeah. They're not going to, they're doing a tournament and I don't know where they're doing it, but uh, they're not ha- obviously having matches at home grounds. Yeah. Um, yeah Jack, uh, Jack is a friend of the network. Tim and, and Jack know yeah. each other pretty well. Uh, I got to meet Jack in person a few years ago, which was very nice. He was over here doing a, uh, he was over here doing a camp for Tim had a youth team going. So yeah. that was nice. Um, he's a really great guy. He's been, you know, he's in Atlanta working with the Academy, Winston Reed, of course, but you know, just West Ham fans in general. I mean, we have unearthed so many people, but yeah. just through the network who are West Ham fans in the U S they didn't know any others. 
They yeah. came to the club all different ways, you know, and we've hopefully brought a lot of them together. And then we went to an event in Boston um, about a year and a half ago. There was a Premier League mornings event in, uh, in Boston, which was put on by NBC Sports and, and the Premier League. Yeah, uh, It was the day of our, uh, the uh, home uh, match against Everton that we lost, I think, 2-0, and we were abysmal. And it was, you know, one of those games where we could have gone seventh, but, you know, yeah. Pellegrini. I, it, yeah. poor, poor, poor David from the Boston Hammers, just the best guy. And he got to read the West Ham starting 11 live on NBC. Oh, wow. And uh, I, I got to find a clip of it. Just there's just disbelief in his eyes, you know, <laughs> when he's running through it. Just like this can't be real. Um, but let me just say this: there was a huge contingent of West Ham fans. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. hundreds. And we thought there would be like ten or fifteen. And everybody else would be Manchester United or whatever. There was a ton of West Ham fans. A yeah. lot of Claret and Blue. So I really I was pleased to see that. And you know, we made as many contacts as we could. I, I was office I used to work in. I don't work there anymore, but office I was working in last year, uh, there was construction going on, and one of the construction crew comes by, and he sees my West Ham flag in my cubicle, and he says, oh, I'm a big West Ham fan. Like, American guy from Boston, you know, yeah, just yeah, totally yeah. out of the blue. So it, you just never know what you're going to get. It's weird, isn't it? And I, I said something to someone the other day. Uh, I think it might be David, actually. And, you know, you talk about everything with social distancing and stuff. We've been doing it for years. Because we don't shake hands. We don't nod. We, we don't, like, shake hands or cuddle. We do like that. <laughs> And go, come right. your wines, and come your wines. That's all we do. It's literally all we do to, to just acknowledge each other's presence. Absolutely. It's true. It's we're very touchy Americans. We're very touchy. Uh, I think it's one of the reasons we're having trouble <laughs> slowing down the virus. You know, very huggy people. You know, so yeah, yeah we got to learn to get over that. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good yeah, fun. It's good, and and and, I, and the whole thing is just just mental, as you said. I, was, I mean, I went to school with with, with Adam Adam Fra- Frankel. Frankel. Oh yeah! Oh, thank God oh, he's better. Yeah, right. thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I went. You know, to you know, I only because he's better can I can I make this joke? But, yeah. Um, you know, Tim and I were on an episode of Hammer Shots, which is a West Ham trivia show that we have on the network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Adam hosted this episode of Hammer Shots, and we had it was actually a great battle between Tim and me, and we came right down to the end, and I won right at the end. But I think Adam was so shocked that I won that he had a heart attack later that night. So. <laughs> he did. He had. A, he had the. It was like three hours later. You know. And I thought to myself, God, I could literally have been one of the last people he ever spoke to, which is about the saddest thing I can imagine. Talking about West Ham, you see, that's Adam's Adam's life, isn't it? That 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 party would have loved. That's true. But I'm so glad he's better. Yeah, that's the first time I'd ever met him was on the show. You know, he's in Dallas. He's down in my hometown. He's in Dallas, but I I haven't been down there in years. So, Uh, but yeah, Adam's a good dude. And and, uh, yeah, it's not. And there's expats and there's just like. Americans like me who've just come to it for whatever reason, yeah, and, you know, no, exactly. You yeah, get into it, it yeah, and then you you get you get sucked into it, you know. No, I get that. Yeah, no, it's just, it's just funny because obviously we I, I probably haven't spoken to Adam for about twenty years since we both. Oh, met. I he, see. He, he was the, yeah. the year below me at school, and then this whole yeah. thing, and I was, this channel, and I just messaged him, and I was like, "Hey," and so yeah, it was just weird, but yeah, twenty years apart, and it's taken a global pandemic for us to and still get West Ham together but you know it's, it's, better, right. it's West Ham being the thread though so it just gets things everywhere doesn't it um, yeah uh, so so Lisa as I said you know obviously you know you, you we've, we've spoken about your credentials in terms of your teams uh, in terms of why West Ham you know still still a bit hazy why but you picked West Ham and as I said mm. you know you stuck with them and uh and, and for better or worse judgment, we'll say. Um, <laughs> what we do is, what we do is, we do is my hammers eleven. So the idea is, yes. we talk about you know your eleven. So if you had to put an eleven together of players you've been alive to have seen them play, so obviously you know 
we didn't see, right. you know, I didn't see Bobby Moore. So I can't put Bobby right. Moore in my team. I did right. see Gary Breen. <laughs> like we, we all dream. I we always, all dream of eleven Gary Breen. Yeah, Gary Breen. God bless yeah. you, Barry Green. Um, so <laughs> we try and keep it to a four-four-two as well. Um, yep, yep, yep. Because just because, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously I'm not very good at video editing or anything else. Um, and, and that's it, really. So it's really simple. And, and we've had about, I think I calculated it today. Um, I always have my spreadsheet up because in case a new one comes on, um, we've had a hundred and hundred and fifty exactly different players come up. Wow. I think you're going to get some new ones today. Good. Well, uh, I had, think it's new. Ones. Yeah. So let's start. So. I okay, so I took your your mm-hmm. you know your um, your qual your what am I trying to say your requirements there. Yes. All right. So I'm 46, so I could go back to the late 70s, but I don't go back that far with my team. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. I only go because I didn't. We didn't have it when I was a kid. So. No. Um, so this is from about the last 15 years, approximately. Perfect. Uh, Perfect. Right about the time I moved back from Paris, maybe a little before, but close enough. About the last 15 years. So uh, I will start and go. And goal, uh, it it has to be Adrienne. Uh, yep. I don't think he was the best keeper we've had, but he was the most passionate. Uh, I think he truly loved the club. Mm-hmm. Um, and the penalty against Everton, you know, will just will be with me forever. Yeah. You know, I was watching that. Uh, I was working at home as I do again now. And I was watching on my computer and uh, in my bedroom, you know, uh, middle of the day, because that's when things happen here. And it was just... Um, I was exhausted afterward. Like I wasn't even happy. I was just tired. <laughs> you know? Exactly how you felt. <laughs> but when he but when he dropped the gloves, that's yeah. a great iconic that's moment it. for me yeah. in the history of West Ham. So it's got to be Adrienne. And, it's and like, uh, it's like the football version of the mic drop, isn't it? Really, it's like oh, know, it totally it's is. Like, that's yeah. It. In, in baseball, they flip the bat. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. guy hits a home run and he knows it's going out. He flips the bat. Yeah. Uh, it was a bat flip. You know, except he did it before he took the kick. And that was the beauty of it was he was like, well, this is over. We're done. I you don't know. need my gloves. Yeah. Uh, I, listen, I don't care anything about Liverpool at all. Don't care about them winning anything or not winning anything. I have no emotion toward them, but I'm glad he got himself a Premier League medal. Yeah. Uh, because I like him. No, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. He was, he was, he was yeah. one of those sort of cult goalkeepers where we get him, you know, right. he just, he's just, he wasn't wasn't the best you said but and that's the whole idea of the channel of that 11 because it's people that meant something to you and adrian his passion and and just that game you know that sticks in in your memory so that's why yeah right, i'll put adrian in let's go left back then lee uh you know i mean our fullbacks in the time i've been watching west ham have not covered themselves no, in glory no, for us. No, no. uh if the whole back line was a little hard to choose i did go with cresswell yeah uh i know he's not really informed right now he's getting a little old uh he just made some I think con- comments mm. that were taken out of context yes. about Declan Rice. I agree. But you know what? The guy's a longtime servant. Um, he, is. he scored some big goals for us. He, in his prime, he was really very good. Yeah, he was. And, uh, and he scored the – listen, I mean, whatever happens to us this season, he scored the goal to beat Chelsea in the David Martin game earlier this yeah. season. Um, I, I think it has to be Cresswell. Yeah. I mean, I, I do. I, I, again, you know, guy who's coming to the end of his time at West Ham probably, but a, or maybe not, I don't know, but, but a good player. Yeah, you're like right. player yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you. I mean, you. You you're bang on in terms of the, you know, the sort of your career, so to speak. The fullbacks haven't been have been great. Um, I mean, you know, yeah. for example, uh, friend of your channel, Charlie Walsh. Um, yes, he, we love he, Charlie. We love Charlie. I love Charlie. He put in Razvan Rat <laughs> because well, of the selfie, because of the onesie. It wasn't 
easy, you know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Russ Van Rat. Yeah, it was yeah. a legend just for the name alone. I should have bought a shirt. I guess yeah, we still could probably, but yeah, yeah. Well, no, because obviously in the in the Christmas catalog with Adrian, actually, there's a picture of him in a in a West Ham Christmas onesie. Oh, that's right. But, I forgot about that. And that there was is. it. That was yeah. it. And that was what was in his head. Well, just the fact that his name is Rat, it reminds me of when the uh, the Boston Bruins had Miroslav Shatan on the on the team, and his name is spelled like Satan, S A T A N, you know. <laughs> so you could get a Satan shirt, a Satan jersey and sweater, and it's like you know, oh, it's totally totally authentic. But yeah, 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 Rat, that's that's a great one. That's a great. You can just you can imagine Charlie doing that, can't you? Oh, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Right, we'll yeah. put Kres in. He wears a magic hat. Let's go to right back. Then Lee, who we got right back? Okay, let me just tell you, Russ, that in order to find a right back, <laughs> I had to go back and look at every West Ham team from like 2004, 2005 to the present because I couldn't remember. Like, I didn't, I, I didn't want it to be Masuaku. Uh, I'm sorry, not Masuaku. Uh, I didn't want it to be uh, well, Fredericks. I didn't want yeah, it yeah. to be. I love Zabaleta as a professional, but I, you know he's not. You're right. Yeah, yeah. He's past his prime. So I went with Guy Demel. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, who I totally stylish. forgotten about, totally forgotten about him. And I went up through all of our, le- our right backs and I thought, well, he seems like, I don't know. I don't remember Solid. him that well, but he seems like the least <laughs> offensive choice. Right. Exactly. The least, uh, not, not offensive in the football sense, but offensive in the sense that he was like, the least terrible choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he scored, he scored a goal. I think he was against someone with Kent Hammers will, will say in the, in the comments who he scored against, but he did score one premier league goal. I've got he a did. feeling it was against a good team as well. But anyway, I think it was too. I think it was a big goal, but I, my memory is really not what it used to yeah. be. And I, I, I don't I, remember. I would ask, like I would ask, I would ask Siri, but I know if I did that, that everyone else's Siri on their iPhones would go right. <laughs> would go off. Yeah, I know. It happens. It happens to me with uh, with the Amazon assistant, whom I will not name. Yes, we will not name. She's, she's yes. in our living room. She's in our living room, and anytime somebody says that <laughs> word on TV, if there's a character with that name, it's you know she she lights up. So yeah, we'll put we'll put Guy in. Uh, let's go. Let's go center half. So who have we got center half? Um. So I've got uh, I've got Winston Reed. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, you said you say center back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. I want to make sure. I've got Winston Reed. Um, I mean, listen, you know, last goal to bowl in, right? Yeah. And also, he he was. I, I, he's been injured. I know for like six years or something now. But um, when he was when he was good, he was really good. Oh, and yeah. he was when we bought him, he struggled at first if yeah. you remember you know bought him on the back of the world cup that he where he played pretty well with new zealand mm-hmm. uh he struggled and then he came into form and i thought for two or three seasons he was one of our best players period yeah uh, he had a match against manchester city that we won a few years ago where he was an absolute wall he was unstoppable yeah. you know and then scoring the last goal yeah i love winston reed i'll always yeah. love winston reed I, the guy's you know a second tier sort of west ham legend to me you know yeah. what i mean You're he's right. not a bonds brooking you know but no, he's no, like no, in no, a yeah, yeah. But he's like a yeah. modern day i'm not being funny everyone you said bronze brooking yeah bronze bonds brooking <laughs> more they're 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 sort of old legends are they? they're club legends you, you've got modern day right. legends and i mean he's been at the club almost 10 years now and we signed him in 2010 2010 world cup and that's right now so you know it's uh and and Guilamel scored against liverpool oh so, see right? i knew it was something like that yeah i knew i in i just i remembered it i knew it was something like that yes. uh so the other one i have is is Ogbonna. um oh, yes. I, 
I think he's our hammer of the year this season. I hope it's on the relegation yeah. season. Uh, you know, unglamorous, but very solid. Mm. He's been around a long time too. Yeah. Like you don't think about it. He's been with us a while. Uh, he scored a couple of big goals, but yeah. just, just a solid professional. Mm. I love defenders. You know, um, I, I, I love, I love uh, center backs. It's when I played as a kid, that's kind of sort of what I did. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I coach, I've coached both of my kids teams they're still little, but I've coached both my kids' teams, and I just I love the you know I love defenders. Everybody, all the strikers and the attacking midfielders get the glory, but I love the guys at the back. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, so I think love sort of, love Ogbonna. No, I agree, and I think that sort of defense, having that sort of appreciation, defenders, it has it does tend to come with 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 an older perspective. You know, when you were young, it was all about who's the flashy ones, who scores. Oh, the of course, and yeah. And that's like me looking back. There's a lot of players who I've been fortunate to interview as well, like Tim Brake and stuff, which were sort right. of before you, who I didn't really appreciate when I was young because I was. It was all right. about, you know, Tony Cotty and, and people like that. But of um, course, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they do a lot of hard work. Well, they do a lot of hard work, and they're you know they tend to play you know every match ninety minutes, uh, and exactly. they tend to be the guys who hang around a long time and play you know up into their thirties, and uh, so you know maybe someday Issa Diop will be in my in my you know starting eleven, uh, but I but not not yet, not right no. now. Well, it's we'll always yeah, the game's different now, isn't it, as well? You know, it's like if you get three years out of a player now, you've done well. Do you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, it's, just... it's weird to me. I mean, it's weird to me who ends up being a legend, Russ, you know? Mm. I mean, like Carlos Tevez, we all love him for what he did for us. But, you know, he played like half a season and then he was gone. Yeah. And everybody knew he was going to leave. And, yeah. and But yet he's a legend, whereas, you know, you get other guys... Uh, I, I don't know, uh, you know like a like a uh, like a Jermaine Defoe or yeah, 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 yeah. even like even like a Lampard. I mean, how yeah. can you blame Frank Lampard when they sacked his dad? They sacked his uncle. The fans braid for Scott Cannon instead of him. I mean, yeah. how do you blame him for leaving? I, I kind of don't blame him. You know, nah, yeah, and, 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 I know. Uh, and I know. I mean, I get the I get the Defoe into Spurs. I, mean, I get all this, but so did Martin Peters. But uh, <laughs> but I mean, you look at Tevez. Like I loved him. Okay, sure for what he did, but why is he still a legend? Cause he yeah. likes us and he's nice to us in the press. Yeah. That's, that's, that's probably right. That's, that's, that's probably it. Yeah. I think that's, that's it. Tick, yeah. tick, tick, you know, Cause he like, does this when he, you know, when he came off the pitch after he, he scored for he, Manchester City. He, he invented you know. that. You know, no one, you know, apparently some, some people didn't use it in the seventies, but then no one did it until Carlos Tevez did it applying for another club. You know, it's like, it's <laughs> right. It's, it's I mean, nothing. I have nothing against him. I'm just saying, like, no, it's weird who becomes a legend exactly. and who doesn't. I mean, it's true. I, I, I would, to me, uh, Winston Reed is a legend and a Carlos Tevez isn't. But I know what you mean. I know what you mean. All right, okay. Let's go midfield then, Lee. Let's go left, left wing. Left All right, midfield. I will absolutely be the first person to have this, this guy on my team. I promise you, nobody else has had it. Yeah. But I like Matt Jarvis. I liked him when he played. Yeah. I like him now. He was on our show not long ago. Uh, I have a Matt Jarvis shirt that I bought when he was with us. Uh, I know nobody likes him. I like him. I thought he always put in a shift. I thought he was a better player than people give him credit for. Agreed. I thought his effort was always there. I thought he was consistent. Uh, again, I don't go for a lot of the glamorous guys. Um, so I, I promise you nobody's put him in there, but he's, he's, a, he's, he's my left midfielder and he's not I'm the best, but I'm he's pretty mine. sure. I'm pretty sure he's going back to his spreadsheet. He's going back to his spreadsheet. I'm pretty sure. Jeff, Jeff Jarvis. Unsurprisingly, he hasn't appeared until <laughs> I knew play. I'd be the first. I knew I'd be the first. I honestly, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Does not deserve the stick that he got, in no, my opinion. Right. In you're my right. opinion, I, my no, opinion. That's all. I know what you mean. And I think because he came with a big price tag, isn't he? He was like he came with a big price tag, and, and that's you know, trouble. it's not his fault. He, 
Yeah, it's not his fault. And, it, you know, he didn't – I mean, he came at a – well, listen, all of West Ham has kind of been in turmoil in the last 10 years or so <laughs> anyway. But uh, it's like Paul Koncheski was talking to us about how, you know – and he was a wonderful guy, by the way mm-hmm. – uh, how he came in and, uh, you know, uh, he came in from a Charlton. And then, um, you know, when he got here, uh, Kerbishley was hired. I think I've got this in the right order, don't I? Kirby, and then he told him you're not going to play anymore. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> because Kerbishley had managed him at Charlton, didn't like him, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he comes in under party, and, and then Kerbishley comes in, comes to West Ham and tells Kincheski, yeah, you're out again. You know, It's yeah. just bad luck. It yeah. was his, boy, it was his boyhood luck. club. Yeah, he's bad And luck. he loves West Ham. And he's, I, don't, I don't have him in my 11, oddly enough, but anyway. But it's mean. a similar thing where it's like, I think, I think Matt Jarvis gets a lot of crap he doesn't deserve. Yeah, so maybe. I'm putting him in there as a tribute to him and also because he did our show and that doesn't hurt no, that, it, it always helps and <laughs> that it, doesn't it, hurt and he'll be on my show very soon anyway but yeah it doesn't matter <laughs> he's a good dude we like he's a nice him. guy yeah. he's a nice guy to be, yeah, yeah he's, he's very busy at the moment it's because everything because the thing is obviously everyone's back isn't it so all this football's back so they want those yep. players to do commentary and so and it's really hard to time down at the moment because they're all busy but um yeah it's, it's hard nice to time down it is yeah right okay let's go let's go other side let's go right midfield right wing uh i have antonio i just love yeah, him no, uh, i, I no. you know I, I on on the wing i wouldn't have him in as a striker no you know i i i, I don't even want to get into what david Moyes is doing right now because it's a whole different show i think russ but uh you know i, I really do i'm just i think we're all disgusted by him and disgusted by the board and you know <clears throat> really at a low point but um i mean listen the first goal in spurs new stadium his whole attitude his his he has a good sense of humor mm. he works incredibly hard yeah. he can't always make it 90 minutes but you never doubt his effort no, no, no. and i'm gonna tell you right now a lot of the players i see right now i do doubt their efforts i'm sorry but i do i do mm. I, I watch some of those guys out there and they're definitely loafing you know now maybe they're justified in doing it i don't know maybe they're upset with the club or the board or the manager or whatever but they're not putting in the effort but he always does yeah so no, you're right. and, they, and i know we've had a lot of great players at that position but i just I, right now he's like He's in my heart. <laughs> it's true. I know what you mean. And he does try bloody hard. And it's just frustrating because just before, you know, everything happened, it was the, the wheels were starting to to churn a bit better. You know, Haller yeah. was playing with Antonio yeah. and Bowen was in yeah. there. And those yeah. and that's the It was that, getting better. It was it was getting three. better. Yeah. And that's his three. And that and Haller plays when he played for Frankfurt, he played in a three. And his right. three was there. And and it was just frustrating because you saw he was like Haller was this like completely different player. You were bonus were coming out and stuff and um it's just, it was just a it's a typical West Ham as soon as something it's like Antonio's career unfortunately. He has three or four really good yeah. games, you're thinking, here we go. And then he gets injured and he's out for three months. He gets injured. I know, he gets injured, I know, just like all of our players. It's yeah. the West Ham way, isn't it? As we know. Yeah, it is. Right. It <laughs> okay, is. <laughs> uh, who's going to go into central midfield then, Lee? Uh, so the first one I'll mention is, uh, you're going to be surprised he's not in there maybe, but the first one I'll mention is Jack Collison. Yep. Um, not just because Jack is a friend of ours and a friend of our network, mm-hmm. but also I, I loved him as a player. I thought it was really tragic that his career got cut short by injury yep. when he was so young. Uh, I had, what's funny is when I met him in person, I already had his shirt. You know, I had a Jack Collison championship shirt from our season yeah. of the championship. And that's what I had him sign was his own shirt. So that was kind of cool. Um, you know, uh, he's just a guy, again, he always turned up. Um, I th- he still, you know, he was working with the club until he went to Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, I think he loves the club. Uh, oh, just a fantastic guy all around. And, 
And uh, a guy who, to me, is probably at risk of being forgotten a little bit because he had a short career. Yeah. So I, I want to remember him. Um, no, I agree. I know what you mean. And just, again, always with the effort. You know what I mean? Always with a good attitude. A lot of what I like about players is effort and attitude. <laughs> you know? but, that's just, but that is that's how you get over the fans at West Ham, isn't it? Yeah. It's not necessarily yeah. the most skillful players. It's the guys who put a shift in. Like, you know, I mean, I was right. a massive fan of like Ian Dowie. Ian Dowie right. wasn't a good player, you know, he, he, but he tried and he'd run after that pointless ball into the corner, which he's never going to get. But he tried and and you give you know that's what west that's all west ham fans want you know it's like that's really all i want it's all i expect yeah. we're not going to have the caliber player that you're going to find at wealthier clubs so no you, you got to find guys who will put in the effort yeah yeah and you might get you know you might get occasionally someone with that effort and that talent very very occasionally like a paolo or someone like like that. a decanio right yeah right. and they come once in a generation you know but you I mean right. someone like someone like payette for example he didn't have that grit but he was a phenomenal player so you know it's just he, he was he was all talent with him yeah. you know yeah. but he i and i didn't think he was lazy but i also didn't think he was exceptionally hard working no. either do you know what i mean yeah i just thought he was that good he could do whatever he wanted yeah exactly he wasn't quick he's probably the best player west ham have had in in you know since uh, trevor brooking or, or billy bonds probably better than decanio on talent alone yeah maybe not i don't know no i but, agree I've, I've always said that that payette was was technically the best player i've seen at west ham in my yeah. lifetime but yeah. decanio was the better player because you've got the technicality you've got the work right. rate and you've got the entertainment value that Decanio it's the passion. Agree. It's the passion. Yeah, yeah. And that's what See, Decanio is like. He's too early for my for my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah so, but by so the other guy I have in midfield, and it's not Mark Noble. I have him. On, I have a substitutes bench if you want to hear it after. <laughs> yeah, go on uh, the other guy I have in, in midfield is my favorite West Ham player of all time, and it's Scott Parker. Yeah. Um, and everybody gives him, you know, crap for going to Spurs. Listen, listen. It's the same thing you're saying about Jarvis. You know, it's... listen. The 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 man. I mean, first of all, you know, we all have to manage our careers, yep. right? Uh, years ago, when I was, uh, when I used to be a journalist. I was a young reporter. I was working for a magazine um, back when we had magazines, and I got a call from a rival magazine offering me more money yep. for a higher profile position, and I took it. I took it. You know because it was the right thing to do. Uh, not because I had anything against the people who'd given me a chance. I loved them. They were great. It was a great publication. It's just a better offer. Yeah. Scott Parker was playing for England. Uh, you know, we went down in part because he got injured toward the end of the season in 2011. He didn't play the last few games. He wrote a handwritten, very cordial, heartfelt note to the board yeah. and said, Hey, thanks for, you know, all the wonderful experiences. It's been great. I'm just involved with England. Now. I need to be in the Premier League. I don't blame the guy one bit for leaving. Mm -hmm. I, you know, Martin Peters went to Spurs. Bobby yeah. Moore put in two transfer requests to go to Spurs. You know, if Scott Parker got anywhere else, and, then I don't think anybody would vilify him. No, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just because of where he went. I don't care. Yeah. I would love to see him back as West Ham manager someday. I love Scott Parker. I've got my Scott Parker shirt on right now. And uh, the only time I ever got to go to the Bolin, I saw him play live. Uh, I just think he's fantastic. And you never questioned his passion, his effort. Um, and he's, he was a good player, you know, he was a yeah. talented player, but I, I three time ever of the year, I think he loved the club for me, you know, he's just a, a West Ham player of the highest order, yeah. no matter what. No, so. I agree. I agree. And I can't remember, I was interviewing someone the other day and he went to Scott Parker's last game for West Ham, which was on a Tuesday night at yeah. Watford or something in the championship. In the championship. And it, yeah. And he wouldn't, and you know, and he was still 
putting it in. He knew it was his last game. You wouldn't get that with most 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 players. No, you, I, when he scored against Wigan, uh, basically to keep us up in that in Zola's second yeah, yeah. season, um, I think it was 2010, uh, after Spectre had scored the own goal. <laughs> <You know? laughs> good old, good old Spectre. American player there. Yeah, we uh, go. Poor Jonathan Spectre. He was a little better than people thought he was. He was. He I was mean, a little. A little, yeah. but uh, when Parker, you know, he in that celebration, it was like the Tardelli, you know, celebration for Italy. Yes, and, yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, where he's got the fists out, and he, and it's just like it's real. You know what mm. I mean? Nothing choreographed. It's very genuine, and that's yeah. my lasting image of him. So yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. All right, Scotty's in. Let's go. Let's go for the goal getters. Yes. Who, who, who's your first striker? My first striker is Dean Ashton. Yeah. Um, when I got really hardcore into West Ham, he was up top. Uh, and I, you know, again, another guy who could have been a real legend for us had his career not been short, cut short by injury. Um, I think a wonderful player seems like a great guy on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard to tell, but, um, a, a sad, I kind of like sad, tragic stories in a weird way. Yeah, like I don't yeah. want them to happen, but after they've happened, they have a certain appeal to me, like what yeah. could have been, you know, that's yeah. what I think of Jack Collison. That's what I think of Dean Ashton, what could have been. Guy could have been a, you know, he could have been our next Decanio. I think he was maybe that good. Yeah. And I think he loved the club. And uh, and plus, who else are you going to put up front from the last 15 years anyway? Right? Yeah, that's Freddy I mean, Pignon, yeah. Elon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I McCarthy. I mean, yeah, I jokingly you know. do those types of things. You know, when someone goes, oh, yeah, there's only one person. And I'll go, me do. No, no. Right. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, I always try to. And exactly. It's true. It's true. I mean, we, had, we did have some of a a procession of strikers that have come through the door at West Ham, you know, Diego Tristan, you know, you had, uh, yeah. oh God, loads of them. Loads I of them. loved Diamante when he was with us. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't with us for long awesome. enough, yeah. uh, but he was, he was great. But uh, yeah. So Dean Ashton is, is the, the yep. first one. And the, the second one is my, he's the white whale. He's the, he's the only person. If we can get him on our show, then I, yeah. I'll, I'll be able to stop doing the show forever. Cause I'll be satisfied. And that's Carlton Cole. Uh, I love Carlton Cole. I love Carlton Cole. I don't care that he wasn't the best player. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. The guy loves West Ham. Yeah, he yeah. went down with us in the championship. He, he, he was our leading scorer when we came back up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know his goal scoring record is pretty bad for the number of appearances he made, but you know, I mean, first of all, I saw him score live. I've only been to the bowl. I only got to go to the bowl in once. Yeah. And it was uh, to see West Ham play Birmingham back in 2010. And he, Diamante and Cole scored. So I saw Cole score live. Everything about the man I love, his sense of humor, his passion for the club, his effort. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was not the most physically gifted player. We know that. But he loves West Ham. There's that image of him in the playoff final when he's running past the crowd, you know, and, and the limbs are everywhere. And he's just yeah. like, like, he feels it. You know yeah. what I mean? He really feels it. So I want, Russ, I don't know if you know him. Uh, more than anything else in the world, I want Carlton Cole to come on the American Hammers Network. Yeah. Seriously. No, I, I love yeah, all the well, I'm, I'm trying to get him on here first. So no, the, well, shit, pass, him, pass him on to us. The yeah. players we've had have just been wonderful, and I'd love to have yeah. him on again. And Ian Bishop is a real friend to our network and a yeah, fantastic Bishop's guy. a lovely guy, yeah. Wonderful man, and, and we love him, and we love all of them. But Carlton Cole, that's the one. You know, white <laughs> that's if I can get Carlton yeah. Cole. Yeah, no, so, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's my other guy up front. Um, you know, just... I mean, in a lot of ways, the quintessential West Ham player in that wasn't the best. Exactly. Uh, I know what you mean, yeah. But, and the fans were split on him. There are people who think he's a legend. There are people who hate him to this day, you know? The CFC nickname, like, 
the letter in the middle could have two different meanings. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whether you loved him or hated him, but um, yeah, I know, again had, similar to similar to Koncheski, You know, obviously they're they're now part of the the coaching setup at West Ham. Best way to describe them, you know. Koncheski is working with yeah. the uh, the guys on loan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and. and I mean, there's other guys, you know, how could you not put Mark Noble in? I mean, this is a personal list. Obviously, yeah. he's Mr. West Ham. Um, I just happen to really like Jack Collison. <laughs> and like a Pyatt. I don't yeah. think of him as a snake. A lot of people do. I do if, if, the true, if the story is true, Russ, mm. that he had to go back to France to save his family. You know this story, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and we don't know if it's true or not. I, I'm not want to speculate, but then he had an affair. That he had, his wife said, "Come back to France, or it's over." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he had two little boys. I have two little boys. I haven't cheated on my wife, but that's not the point. If he went back <laughs> to even... France to save his family, he did the right thing. I don't yeah. care that he left. It doesn't. I don't. I don't like the how he did it, but if that's why he did it, then he did the right thing no matter what. I yeah. just saw he took a huge pay cut, by the way, to stay in Marseille. Uh, he signed another contract with Marseille. It took a large salary decrease. I don't. I don't have anything against him, but I don't. I can't put him in. I can't put him no. in my personal. You know. no. And you're. And you're right. I mean, you know. And, and people forget how he came to us. He did the same thing coming to us that he did going back yes, to Marseille. Yeah, he did. And, he did. Uh, it's yeah. And these guys. These guys are mercenaries. They you know? are. I mean, Arnautovic uh, is the same. Arnautovic is the same. I loved Arnautovic. I still wear my Arnautovic shirt. Oh, I don't. Yeah. Nobody here knows what was, it is anyway. I don't no. care. <laughs> no, Listen, the guy. It. The guy kept us up. He kept us up. He was brilliant. Two seasons ago, and he, and yeah. he and he assisted on Antonio's goal at Tottenham last season. And I hate the way he left. The thing I hate most about Arnautovic that not a lot of people realize, from what I've heard. <clears throat> Apparently, he was very disruptive to the women's team, yeah. and he liked to heckle the women's players during their training. Yeah, and I that really bothers me because yeah. I like the women's team. Actually. Yeah, great. I do. My I really like. We've them, had yeah. we've had well all the players we had on our show last year have left now, but we've had players on our show. You know, we have a women's show on the on the network. Uh, I like them. I like I've liked women's football anyway. Yeah. and so if he did that, that really, I think that's really you know sleazy. Yeah, but. Listen, the guy was brilliant, and was. you know he took he took money to leave for an easier job. I, that's yeah. the last thing a lot of us. Yeah, have I mean, you know what we what we wouldn't have traded for an Anatovich now. You know, it's like oh, I'd have him back today. A lot oh, of people. God. I mean, I, listen, oh, he's been talking sure. about coming back to West Ham. I'd have him back right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, put him on the plane. Yeah. Like get him to the stadium to for wait, tomorrow. You have to wait fourteen days though. If you have to wait fourteen days, right? It's not part of the air bridge yet. I don't think so. Yeah. No, I don't think it is. <laughs> but I would have him. I would have anybody back who could help us. You yeah. know what I mean? It's all right. I don't really care. I'd have. I don't care about attitude or anything else. Not yeah. right now. You know, yeah. anybody who could help us stay up because I fear if we go down, we're we're not coming up for a long time. Yeah. And if we go down, it makes being it makes being a fan over here a lot harder. It makes yes. watching the games a lot harder. It makes getting together at a pub a lot harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It complicates yeah. things a lot. So. No, I get that. And also, you know, you mentioned that is those mercenaries, you know, and mercenaries and stuff. People, you know, had we only got Di Canio because he pushed over a referee, right? Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> like, he is he's he's a nutter, and I I mean. I think DeCanio, he, he seems like a decent guy. I know some of his political leanings yes. are unusual, yeah. but we never talk politics, so it doesn't no, matter. No, we don't talk politics. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I, you know, he, he, I would definitely absolutely sit down and have a beer with the guy. No oh, question yeah. about he's, that. He's, he's my white whale. Calm, cold, you Yeah, oh, mine. yeah. So. Well, of course. I mean, I listen. If we could get Decanio, it would be it would be the uh, the greatest accomplishment we've had. But yeah, I think Carlton Call for me, it's more personal because I'm more from his era. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, but Decanio is a is a legend on the level of you know. Again, I mean, 
I, you know, it's hard. To, Billy Bonds plays for West Ham for 20 some odd years. You don't it's, want to put him in that same it's, category. It's different but. Ge- generations, isn't it, really? And, that, that, and that's what's yeah. quite nice putting that sort of caveat of you have to be in a to have seen him play. Because otherwise, right. you and me would have sat down and gone, Bobby Moore, Martin Peters. Blah, blah, blah. Sure. I, I, sure, I, sure. I, I never saw any of them. We'd have had Vic. We'd have had Vic Watson in there and his 500 goals or whatever was yeah. he scored, and you know, and all the guys from the yeah, and other guys from the 70s and 60s and 70s. But I didn't see yeah. any of those guys. No, me neither. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Lee, it's man, good requirement. It, it's it's been an absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure chatting to you, man. Thank you so much for having me. I'm sorry I talk so much. It's just no, how I am. brilliant. Saves me, t- <laughs> saves me talking. Saves me talking. I do it at work all the time. It's nice to sit back and listen. Um, but also, you know, I always get that with the, the foreign base hammers. They, they talk with so much passion, you guys, you know, because it's, 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 and I think it's really nice for the UK base hammers to listen to you guys because, you know, obviously check out the hammers, the American hammers network stuff. It's brilliant. But, you know, yeah. you get that extra passion it seems it doesn't i don't know what it is maybe because of the, the distance that it's almost heightened in terms of i think it's it's funny you know when i lived in france <clears throat> i lived in france for about five years and um that's probably when i watched the least football of my whole life yeah, 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 yeah. uh because i got i played rugby and i got really into rugby at that time yeah that was part of it because I, I was playing matches a lot on weekends i wasn't watching games um and i think part of it was just I felt kind of overwhelming and there's something I like about being part of something that's closer to an underground, you know? I mean, there are a lot of soccer fans here in the United States, a lot, but it's still fifth or sixth in terms of popularity of sports, maybe seventh or eighth. I don't know. It's pretty far down. Mm. So I think to be like a, you know, to be kind of a, uh, a contrarian is something that I really enjoyed. I think I enjoy being a fan more here than I ever did when I actually lived over there. I get that. So. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. yeah, and it's almost more of a more of a collective group of people because you're, you know, you said you meet down the, the pub and watch the games and stuff at, at silly o'clock in the morning, and that's why <laughs> right. I can't get my head around. That's that's, that's honestly because I remember I was where was I? I think I was in I was, I was living in Atlanta at the time, and I yeah. think it was the. I think it was the Euros, and there I am, seven o'clock in the morning, in some Irish pub watching England versus Wales. <laughs> then I had to go to a meeting I, around the corner. That's funny. I've done it both ways, you know. Uh, here on the East Coast, it's not that bad. We're only five yeah. hours behind yeah, you yeah, most yeah. of the time. So a three p.m. match is a ten a.m. game here, and that's great. Actually, yeah. that's a great time to watch a game. You know, the boys will watch with me sometimes. Um, it's you don't kill your whole day. The only problem is when I'm coaching my kids' teams, the games are always during that time, so I don't yeah. get to see them live. But that's not an issue right now. Um, on the West Coast, they're up at seven a.m. They're up at four a.m. You know, the lunchtime game in in England is a four a.m. game, and they're in Fresno and in Seattle, yeah, and yeah, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. they go. You know, they show up. So, um, so it's uh, but I've done it the other way too, Russ. I, I've watched uh, American football from Europe. You know, yeah. I've stayed up all hours of the night watching my old alma mater's team play and watching the NFL, watching the Super Bowl over the middle of the night and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's kind of cool. You know, it's like you're part of an underground. It's like you have a secret handshake and a <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's like you speak a different language. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. No, exactly. Anyway, thank you so much, Lee. It's been great. Obviously, thank well, you. Thank for, you. That's actually a pleasure. Thank you. We finally got there. Um, and thank you to everyone for watching. Obviously, share, like, subscribe. And obviously, um, subscribe to the uh, American Hammers Network as well. We'll put a link in the description because it's uh, it really is, you know, every day is, there's really good content on there. Um, and until next time, from me and Lee, take care, everybody. Stay safe. And we'll see you all very, very soon. See you guys. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.